0: matthew 24 verse 42 says therefore stay awake for you do not know on what day your lord is coming we do not know the day nor the hour that jesus christ will return and so what better motivation is there to remain consistent with god than the return of christ being watchful means that you have one eye in the bible and you have one eye looking and verifying all the signs that the Bible is telling us. You're looking at the state of the world and you're looking at what the Bible is saying regarding this. I found that when I'm taking heed of God's warnings about the last days, I become more focused on examining my life to ensure I am living in God's will. And finally, in order to be more consistent with God, pray, pray and keep Praying, Consistency in prayer will bring you closer to Jesus and will help you to walk in victory. When you make prayer a regular practice, you make communicating with God a regular practice. And you have to be intentional about your prayer life. In order to be consistent, I've found that you start small. If it's 5 minutes today, make it 10 tomorrow, and then make it 15. As you do this, you will find that God will reveal Himself to you through prayer. You connect with God through prayer. Now the reason why it's so important
1: to put God first each and every day is because there are so many competing forces and factors all around us. As you go through your day, are you mindful that you are exposed to so much worldliness and so much spiritual corruption and material that works to pull you away from God? With this in mind, my message to you today is inspired by the words found in Psalm 113, verse two to three. Let the name of the Lord be praised, both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. We need to have hearts filled with praise. Praise attracts the presence of God. Praise magnifies the Lord and not your situation. When you constantly praise the Lord, you are saying, I'd rather be in your presence, Lord Jesus, than to be outside and enjoying the pleasures of the world. I would rather my heart and mind be focused on you, Jesus, rather than the distractions offered by the world. So fight to praise God in your heart and in your mind at every given opportunity. Fight to find something, a moment, an opportunity to speak to Him once more, to sing praises to Him. That way, you're always in tune, you develop a habit of always speaking to Jesus, anywhere and everywhere.
0: You see, unless you are consistent, day in and day out, you will never achieve anything. Anyone who has ever built something notable, anyone who has ever built an empire, whether it be a media empire, a business empire, or even a physical empire, they all have one thing in common. They were consistent. So now take this principle of consistency and think about this for a moment. What would happen if you were more consistent in your prayer life? What would happen if you were more consistent in reading God's Word? What would happen if you were more consistent in doing things for the Lord, whether it's witnessing to unbelievers or simply giving to the less fortunate? What would happen if all these things weren't one-offs? How would your spiritual life be transformed if you became more consistent with the Lord? Would your faith grow? It certainly would. Would your level of anointing increase? Most definitely. Would your gift be effective in bringing people to Christ? Yes, yes it would. So how do we become more consistent with God? What are some of the practical keys in building consistency in your walk with God? One of the ways you can build consistency in your walk with God is by setting a schedule, creating a routine. You know what activities you will do each and every day. You know that you'll travel to work. You know that you'll go to the gym. You know that you'll cook, watch TV. So why not make time in your schedule whereby you know that this time, is dedicated to the lord i encourage you to set aside time 20 minutes 30 minutes whatever it is set aside time where you know you'll be praying and reading god's word time where you know you will be still and know that he is god set time aside where you'll open your heart and allow god to speak with you or rather where you listen and hear god's word In Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home, and in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day, and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Daniel had a custom, a way of doing things that involved time alone with God by praying three times in a day. What can you say is your custom? When you can become consistent at setting aside time for the Lord, He will draw closer to you.
2: What does the Christian of today look like? And what should the Christian of today look like? Now, the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, verse 21, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. So, what does this mean for us today? Well, Christ suffered and left us an example so that we should follow in his footsteps. Now, let's take a look at what that means for the Christian man or woman. The Amplified Translation for Luke 9, verse 23 says, And he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interest, and take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering, or perhaps dying, Because of faith in me. Taking up your cross daily means you are immersed in the things of God. And you're immersed on a daily basis. You are devoted to building a relationship with the Lord daily. And what does that look like? Well, it looks like prayer. Jesus prayed often. Jesus would go to find a quiet place so that he could pray. The disciples never asked Jesus to teach them how to perform miracles or how to preach even. They asked Jesus how to pray. Because prayer is the fundamental building block for a relationship with God. You see, when you pray, you're setting aside your selfish interests because you're giving the Lord your undivided attention and focus. When you pray, you're humbling yourself. And you're saying that you do not know it all. And further, when we talk about what the Christian of today should look like, I believe you need to pay attention to what Proverbs 1 verse 7 says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of God is what motivates godly behavior. The fear of God leads one to repent and pursue a holy life. The fear of God is what keeps you on the straight and narrow. When you fear God, you do not take sin lightly because you know that God is holy and pure and he does not tolerate unrighteousness and impurity. Another trait of a real follower of Jesus Christ is that they serve wholeheartedly. All they do is to the glory of God. That's their heart's desire to glorify the name of the Lord above their own. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I encourage you to do all that you can in God's kingdom, but do it to bring glory to him and not for yourself. If you're serving, serve for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you're singing, sing for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you're an usher at your local assembly, then do it for the glory of Jesus Christ. We need to have hearts that seek for the goodness of God to be demonstrated in our lives. So in everything we do, we should do it with pure intentions with godly intentions.
0: Jesus said, "Man shall not live by bread alone." What did Jesus mean by this? He meant that physical bread only serves to feed the body. But Jesus in John chapter 6, verse 35 said, "I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst." This means that only Jesus can satisfy our deepest needs and longings. Once you become consistent at chasing the Lord, consistent at feeding your spirit with the bread of life, then you will find that all you could ever want or desire is in Jesus. Jesus Christ is all-encompassing. Only He can make us whole. In addition to feeding your spirit with the bread of life, in order to become more consistent with God. You need to feed your faith. The more your faith grows, the more real God becomes to you. The more your faith grows, the more apparent it is in your life and in your heart that you need God. And what this does is, it not only lights up a fire within you, but it fuels the fire. The more your faith grows, the more you want God the Lord, the more you hunger and chase for him. Feeding your faith is important because faith sees the invisible. That's why we're told to walk by faith and not by sight. The human eyes only see what's in front of them. If there's a disease in your body, your natural eye will see that disease. It will see and feel the pain, but faith, on the other hand, sees the miracle. Faith sees God instead of the disease. Faith believes what others would call unbelievable. Faith receives the impossible. I encourage you to feed your faith because faith will defeat every attack that comes in the form of doubt, discouragements, and impossibilities. So I encourage you, to strive to be more consistent in your relationship with God. Strive to be more consistent when it comes to reading God's Word, when it comes to feeding your spirit and feeding your faith. When you become consistent in your walk with Christ, you will find that you will experience a more fruitful relationship with the Lord. What you love will change because your heart is renewed. Your passions and desires will change and be aligned to all that is pleasing to God. So strive, strive for consistency.